son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Antonio Brown flocking to the Ravens would certainly best Ben Roethlisberger's new toy, Eric Ebron. Here's why. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Tight end Heath Miller has been retired for several Steelers seasons now, yet rumbles of Heath still rain down from the Hinesfield faithful. Pittsburgh loves their last star tight end to this day. But it's been quite a while since the Steelers grabbed Miller late in the first round of the 2005 draft to become Ben Roethlisberger's go-to guy for more than a decade. That was then. This is now. Lately, the Steelers haven't spent a premium draft pick on a tight end. Instead, the team has been content to make trades or free agent signings for their big-bodied pass catchers for Big Ben. Sometimes it works. Vance McDonald, whom the Steelers imported from San Francisco two seasons ago, is an absolute brute. He has great hands, he's a good blocker, and that hit he made while rumbling down the sidelines in Tampa Bay a couple of seasons ago has already become a Steelers legend. Then there's the cautionary tale of Ladarius Green, the off-injured supposed physical specimen who actually belonged in a specimen jar, has to rank as one of the worst free agent signings by the Steelers this side of do-nothing Dante Moncrief, last year's big bust. With high draft picks in short supply for the Steelers this year, Pittsburgh again opted to ink a tight end rather than reel in a surefire rookie in the upper echelon of the draft. This time, it looks to be a real weapon. Eric Ebron is now clad in black and gold, and he's saying all the right things about cozying up to Big Ben, who's coming off elbow surgery and will need the outlet Ebron's massive body and soft hands should supply. Pairing him with McDonald will provide a potent one-two punch on offense, both in the passing and running games. Meanwhile, down in Baltimore, some blood relatives could be plotting to do the Steelers one better. It can be no coincidence that Ravens receiver Marquise Brown 
plastered his recent workouts with cousin Antonio Brown all over social media. It ignited excited speculation in the charm city of a Brown signing by Baltimore. That could create a dual threat that would make the Steelers' twin tight ends look like a pop gun by comparison. Make no mistake, the Ravens want to provide their up-and-coming quarterback Lamar Jackson with more reliable weapons, especially after Jackson's big flop in the NFL playoffs. Antonio Brown, at his best, would provide Jackson with the sharpest routes and the softest hands in the NFL. But Brown's behavior has been far from the best of late. Since leaving the Steelers in a trade last offseason, Brown has been the subject of a sexual assault allegation, and he has made a fool of himself on social media. Perhaps most damning of all, he posted self-incriminating video of him berating the mother of his sons. The Ravens, who were badly embarrassed by the ugly Ray Rice domestic violence case, will no doubt proceed cautiously on Brown. But you just know, they'd love to sign Brown and really stick it to the Steelers with their own ex-superstar. It will be interesting to watch all of this play out as we inch closer and closer to the NFL Draft. Here's how the rest of Steelers Nation is sizing up the Steelers' offense with the addition of Ebron, the prospects for another Brown down in Baltimore, and the huge question mark that remains the Steelers' draft strategy. I have it all for you in this edition of the Steelers Update Podcast, so let's get right to it. Hey, who doesn't love a new toy? Big Ben Roethlisberger is no exception, and Eric Ebron is no ordinary toy. NBC's Pro Football Talk writes that it's nothing short of true love between both Big Ben and the even bigger Eric. They write, quote, Ben Roethlisberger and Eric Ebron haven't played a game or even worked out together yet, but they've already formed a mutual admiration society. Ebron signed with the Steelers as a free agent, and the tight end said he's, quote, always had this love, unquote, for the longtime Steelers QB. He also said he hopes to be Roethlisberger's, quote, security blanket, unquote, on offense, which seems like it has a good chance of happening, given how Roethlisberger feels about Ebron. Quote from Big Ben, I was a big fan of his coming out of college. I was really impressed with him. I thought he was a great football player. Ebron said to me, quote, when I was with former Steelers receiver Lance Moore in Detroit, he told me how much you wanted me when I was coming out or a free agent. I just wanted to thank you. Now he's here. I'm excited to see what he can bring to this team. We know he's an incredible talent. Speaking to him, I can see his desire and his passion to be great. I'm excited what he can bring to the table opposite Vance McDonald, unquote, all from your quarterback, Big Ben, who seems pretty excited about one Eric Ebron. 
Unfortunately, no one is sure when Roethlisberger and Ebron will actually be able to get on the football field together. More on why this coronavirus-caused delay could be a big problem for the Steelers. I have that later in this podcast. Well, Ben and Eric are gushing about one another. The Ravens' brass are remaining mum on any plans they may have with regard for Antonio Brown. But do not mistake silence for a lack of behind-the-scenes action and contemplation. Here's more on this intriguing situation in Charm City from Pro Football Talk. Quote, Pictures of Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson and wide receiver Marquise Brown hanging out with former Steelers, Raiders, and Patriots wide receiver Antonio Brown after a recent workout drew notice for a pair of reasons. One was that the three players were not following the social distancing guidelines put in place to help slow the spread of COVID-19. The other was that the connection to two Baltimore players might open the door for Antonio Brown joining the Ravens. But Ravens general manager Eric DaCosta, when asked about the workout and the potential interest in the veteran wideout during a Monday conference call, declined to share his thoughts on anything having to do with Antonio. Quote, those are in-house things. I don't really feel the need to share that right now, unquote, from DaCosta, all from Pro Football Talk. Well, what isn't, quote, in-house is the legal challenges still facing Brown. He is the subject of a still open NFL probe into his conduct as well. These could be the biggest impediments to a second Brown coming to nest in Baltimore. At least that's the hope back here in Pittsburgh. Now here's Tim Benz on the Brown situation post that workout video with his cuz. Quote, it sure looks like A.B. still has that toe drag move in the end zone, doesn't it? I suppose he didn't freeze them all off in France after all. Of course, this will drum up speculation that Brown is going to try to join Jackson and his cousin in Baltimore. He hasn't played in an NFL game since getting cut by New England after Week 2 in 2019. The former All-Pro is being investigated by the NFL under its personal conduct policy, alleging he sexually assaulted his former trainer. The Ravens could use an upgrade at wideout, but they have nine draft choices if they don't feel like taking a big chance on Mr. Big Chest. Unquote all from Tim Benz with Trib Live. Hey, my take, the Ravens have options that don't involve taking a big risk in reputation on Brown. And we know Antonio has already all but destroyed his own rep, and he has been toxic wherever he's gone since leaving the Berg. Buyer beware. Moving on to other news and notes, here's one from the unlikely ideas that just won't die file. Former Steeler head coach and soon-to-be Hall of Famer Bill Cower has jumped on the Jameis Winston to Pittsburgh bandwagon. And that has been a favorite subject on sports talk radio and TV, yet has seemingly little chance of 
actually happening in reality. Here's more from Steelers Wire at USA Today. Quote, the narrative of the Pittsburgh Steelers signing free agent quarterback Jameis Winston is like a zombie. It just won't die. Now, cower power is fanning the flames, saying, quote, I think it's a great fit. If he's willing to accept a year sitting behind Ben, and maybe it's two years, unquote. Hey, I say two years or eternity, whichever comes first. Why, you ask? Well, as the piece with the USA Today notes, quote, for Winston to come to Pittsburgh, he'd have to concede he's not really ready to start right now in a league desperate for starting quarterbacks. Not to mention the amount of money the Steelers could pay him would be a pittance compared to what some teams might be willing to offer, unquote. Well, another news and note here, we know the coronavirus, very serious, is going to turn the NFL draft into a virtual affair. Teams, GMs, and coaches will be selecting from home via video. But the pandemic is also playing havoc with certain players, and for the Steelers, it seems to be doing most harm to the prospects of the already struggling Steelers QB, Mason Rudolph. At least so says ESPN, which writes, quote, With Ben Roethlisberger still rehabbing his elbow, Rudolph was slated to get the majority of the first-team reps in the offseason programs. It's not only a chance for him to show his progress after his own off-season surgery to repair his shoulder, but it would also be a chance for him to work with new QB coach Matt Canada. The Steelers didn't have a dedicated QB coach last season, and it showed when those two young players had to take over for Ben Roethlisberger. The organization has expressed confidence in Rudolph as the number two, and guidance from Canada would give Rudolph a chance to develop further and show more of his potential, unquote. But of course, all that was before the coronavirus shutting down most of the preseason workouts and off-season workouts like OTAs. So right now, that is in hold, and Rudolph has been cast into limbo. As Tim Ben writes in his Trib Live column, the virtual shutdown of team activities is also sidetracking the elbow surgery recovery of one big Ben Roethlisberger, and this is not good for the 2020 Steelers. Ben says, quote, Roethlisberger told The Athletic this week he was going to be able to participate in OTAs and minicamps in some form or fashion. Whatever throws he could get in would have been worthwhile. Via that story, Roethlisberger is throwing at about 60% of his capacity. He says that's because there's no reason or availability to test it out any further. Off-season workouts would have provided that opportunity. It also would have given Roethlisberger a chance to work with the aforementioned new tight end, Eric Ebron, and further his relationship with second-year receiver Deontay Johnson. After all, Ben and Johnson barely had any time to get into a groove before Roethlisberger got hurt last year. Now Johnson could potentially become the Steelers' top receiving threat in 2020. That's a big if, because if he and Roethlisberger fail to find a rhythm because of all the shortened off-season activities due to the coronavirus, it's a problem. 
It's a problem for Big Ben and Eric Ebron. And even worse, it's a problem because Ben's elbow is still untested. And until it passes NFL muster, it's a major question mark entering the season. All worries that I am worried about right now. Hey, but the virus is also bringing out heroes. None are more heroic than our frontline healthcare workers, and we salute them here, and all of Steelers Nation does as well. But even our head coach's wife, Kia Tomlin, is doing her part. As NFL.com writes, quote, the fashion designer and CEO of a clothing line has turned her attention on the coronavirus, sewing perhaps the most valuable thing she ever has, masks. Masks to protect faces and masks to hopefully help slow the spread of COVID-19. In other words, the virus has another opponent in the form of Mike Tomlin's very talented wife. And so a strong Steelers Nation shout out to Mrs. Tomlin. Way to go. Finally, it will not be a hard knocks life for the Steelers this summer at St. Vincent's College in Latrobe. Yes, the Steelers will be knocking heads in training camp there, but they won't be doing it in front of HBO's unblinking hard knocks cameras. The NFL looking for as much marketing as it can get in the always distracted market of Los Angeles is giving the pay cable spotlight to both the L.A. Rams and the L.A. Chargers. It is no coincidence that this pair of teams are looking to hawk expensive tickets in the new billion-dollar palace where both teams will be playing this fall. Oh, well. There's always next year for the Steelers, but only if the team again fails to make the playoffs. Otherwise, the Steelers will be exempt from HBO and Hard Knocks, and the cable channel will have missed its chance. Hey, my take on all of these rumors related to Antonio Brown is this. Every Steelers fan worth his salt would love nothing more than to see both the Baltimore Ravens and Antonio Brown fall flat on their faces in 2020. And should they perform this pratfall together, so much the better. But Steelers fans should find no comfort if Brown actually flocks with the Ravens this season. Such a deal would signal a measure of comfort by both parties that this will be a successful partnership. Brown knows it could be his last chance, and by joining up with his cousin, he'll be in a position to be a mentor again. In short, it could develop into a full-blown nightmare scenario for long-suffering Steelers fans. They would be left to watch Brown and the Ravens flourish while Big Ben takes baby steps from elbow surgery recovery, playing it safe, passing to his pair of tight ends. Sure, Eric Ebron is nice, new, and nifty in his Steelers uni. But he's not nearly enough in today's pass-happy, Patrick Mahomes-dominated NFL. And as for who the Steelers adds to the team in the draft, we'll be following that in future Steelers Update podcasts. So be right here every Wednesday afternoon. And of course, log on to PennLive.com for your real-time Steelers.